0: All right, we've got 5 o'clock, 21 degrees, 42 and sun today. This is 104.5 FM, WAXX Eau Claire. How about some news? NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. The $350
1: billion program crafted to help small businesses facing uncertainty thanks to the coronavirus pandemic is just about out of money. Around 90% of the money for the Paycheck Protection Program that was set aside to help keep workers on the payroll has been handed out. Without further action from Congress, the program will stop, leaving 700,000 loan applications hanging. Both parties have expressed support for putting more money into the program, but so far they haven't been able to compromise. Federal officials are investigating new claims about the origin of the devastating COVID-19 virus. Brian Shook reports. Fox News reports it may have first come from a Wuhan virology lab, then transferred to an intern, and later transferred to the wet market. Previously, it was believed the virus originated from bats in the market and then transferred to humans. When asked at Wednesday's White House briefing, President Trump said they're also hearing similar reports and the administration is looking into it. Brian Shook, NBC News Radio. In this new era of social distancing, Ford is testing out wristbands that buzz if the wearers get within six feet of each other. A dozen workers at a factory in Plymouth, Michigan, are trying out the devices to help them adhere to guidelines amid the coronavirus pandemic. It's one of several safety ideas that the automaker is considering as it prepares to resume production next month. An NFL player has tested positive for the coronavirus. According to Fox Sports Los Angeles Rams center, Brian Allen tested positive three weeks ago and again last week for COVID-19. Allen is the first NFL player to be reported to have tested positive. And Apple will soon make a cheaper version of its popular iPhone available with a smaller screen. The iPhone SE goes on sale Friday for about $400. It'll start being delivered by April the 24th. The display is the same size as the older iPhone 8 at 4.7 inches. And it comes in three colors, black, white, and red. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio.
0: I had to chuckle when they talked about uh, putting those devices so people in the car stay six feet apart. I bet that's something some dad invented (laughs) that's got a daughter. (laughs) I remember back in the old days, before they had all the consoles in every vehicle... You know, they are right in the middle. The young lady was right uh, on the lap of the guy driving, so it wouldn't have worked back then, but uh, six feet now, so gives me a chuckle. All right, and uh, just that Paycheck Protection Program and, you know, $350 billion. Man, that's a lot of money, but uh, I got some facts from the Wisconsin Bankers Association and uh, who is getting what. Texas is by far getting the most, 88,000-plus loans over $21.77 billion going to Texas. California is second with $20.85 billion. Minnesota is ninth, almost 34,000 loans, $7.63 billion going to Minnesota. Wisconsin right behind in 10th place, 31,702 loans, $7.288 billion. Iowa is 19th with just over 22,000 loans, $3.748 billion, and uh, those are some big, big numbers going out. But again, we'll maybe be able to check on that. They say they're going to reload that because it was on a first-come, first-served basis, so if you're late to the party, there might not be a lot of money left for you. We'll look at the weather getting better, and the markets,
2: well, they're the markets courtesy to you our services your schedule hi this is scott isold from the all-new courtesy auto and truck in thorpe introducing test drive to you courtesy will bring you a new to you vehicle to your home for a test drive that's right, free home delivery. Current vehicle requires service. Courtesy Auto & Truck will pick up and deliver it back to your home for free. Now that's what they call white glove service. For more information, visit CourtesyAutoAndTruck.com. Our service, your schedule. That's courtesy for a lifetime. Only at Courtesy Auto & Truck, just off Highway 29 in Thorpe.
1: A lot of folks around here are breathing easier because of Grace Home Respiratory. They appreciate that Grace Home Respiratory is a local company that puts customer service first. They appreciate that Grace Home Respiratory provides an array of medical equipment, services, and supplies to help their recovery and enhance their quality of life. They appreciate that Grace Home Respiratory has the experience and qualifications that exceed their expectations. So when you need home medical equipment and services, turn to Grace Home Respiratory not only for the equipment you need, but for their dedicated staff of respiratory therapists who are on call 24 hours a day. To find out more, call Grace Home Respiratory at 715-832-7377 or online at ghr-ec.com. Grace Home Respiratory hopes for you health and safety in this uncertain time with the COVID 19 pandemic. At Grace Home Respiratory, they know we will get through this together.
3: The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
0: Well, the weather's getting better. It's still rather cold out there. Looking for a sunny day today. Maybe a few clouds mixed in later on, but about 42 is all we're going to get for a high. 23 overnight, short time tomorrow morning under partly cloudy skies. Then it looks like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday should be more sun than anything else. 47 tomorrow, 59 on Saturday, 53 on Sunday, 57 on Monday, and 61. On Tuesday, some pretty nice weather. Green Bay's 26, Milwaukee's 27, Madison Sun Prairie at 24, Medford's 9, Black River Falls 12, Wausau 21, Marshfield 20, Rice Lake 23, La Crosse 28. And right now in the Eau Claire Chippewa Falls area, we've got 21 degrees outside. And we're also seven and a half minutes after five o'clock. Markets next. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. <laughs>
4: Sure all tired
3: service. Get a car not right.
1: You are safer at home. As you take care of yourself and your loved ones, we are here to take care of your vehicles for all essential travel needs. Shurrell Tire and Service Centers have taken additional safety steps to minimize person-to-person contact. That's why for a limited time we are offering free vehicle pickup and delivery for guests within a 10-mile radius. We will pick up your vehicle, service it, and return it when it's done. Call your local Shurrell Tire and Service Center to make an appointment for vehicle service pickup and delivery. Learn about our additional safety steps on our blog at ShurelTire.com. Com. We may be traveling less, but Shurrell Tire and Service Centers are working as hard as ever to keep your vehicle well-maintained to meet your current travel needs. Stay safe and stay healthy. Some restrictions apply. Pickup and delivery available Monday through Friday.
5: Shurrell Tire and Service. Get your car done right.
3: Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
0: And we do have a look at the market, courtesy of Rural Mutual Insurance. Scott is social distancing himself down at home again this morning. But the cash livestock numbers, what do you got?
6: Fed beef steers are at 84 to 93, with fed beef heifers 84 to 88. Holstein steers are at 77 to 81, with select and choice 70 to 77. Cows are at 35 to 51 and a half. Bulls, 51 to 74. On the hog side, market hogs are 35 and down. Sows 22 to 26, boars 8 and down. Shorn and unshorn market lambs are at 90 to 116, and feeder lambs are at 1 to 165.
0: Very good. And then livestock futures at the Mercantile Exchange, a little higher yesterday. April live cattle, 94.72, up 102. June also up 102 at 84.82. August 89.52, unchanged. And the October contract was at ninety-four ninety seven. That was down a half a dollar. Feeder cattle for May at one fifteen fifty-seven. That was up seventy-two. August one twenty-six seventy-two. And that was up thirty-seven. September feeders one twenty-eight even. And that was up sixty-two with October at one twenty-eight seventy-two up ninety-seven. Lean hog carcass contracts for May at thirty-nine forty-five up a dollar forty-five. June hogs at forty-four sixty-two up sixty-seven July. and that was up 75. At the Board of Trade overnight, not a lot of movement. Uh, Corn is having a real struggle with the ethanol concerns here. Ethanol margins are way down. May corn did after being, the market was lower yesterday, but after being lower, up a fraction overnight on the corn price at 319. The oats down a penny overnight at 284, and the wheat up two at 542. Soybeans a little lower drop yesterday, and they're sitting at eight forty one a bushel this morning. May soybeans up ninety cents at two ninety three ten barrel cheese up two and a quarter, one oh three and a quarter blocks now at a dollar that's down a penny and the butter down penny at one fourteen class three a little higher yesterday, April up a nickel at thirteen sixty nine May up fourteen at eleven eighteen June up fourteen at twelve thirty three July up seven at thirteen eighty eight August up one. At fourteen ninety five, but the prices were trending higher out through January of next year, and uh, that's a look at uh, the markets this morning. Brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. What's going on with the FFA convention? We're going to find out next right here on Wax. It's eleven and a half after five o'clock.
2: During these challenging times, Equity Livestock in Stratford wants you to know that we are here for you to better serve your needs. Starting in April, we will be having a weekly hay and straw sale each Tuesday at ten a.m. At this time, we can only allow those interested in being active buyers to attend with no spectators. All purchases must be paid for before loading. Give us a call today for all of your hay and livestock marketing needs at 715-687-4101.
3: Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
0: The world keeps canceling things and postponing things, and we've got another one of those to report. Jeff Hicken is with us, and Jeff, of course, with the Department of Public Instructions, working with uh, Agricultural Education out of the department in Madison. And, Jeff, a decision has been made on the Wisconsin FFA Convention June 15th through the 18th. What is that decision, and how did the folks involved come to it?
7: Well, Bob, uh, the, our uh, state officers and their advisors, which make up our FFA board of directors, uh, met this week and and made the decision to postpone the June 15th through 18th convention um, with with the idea that we would like to try to put some type of an online version during that time frame or to the end of June, uh, something for FFA members to at least be able to still be uh interactive with us uh what that is we don't know uh postponing gives us the opportunity to uh look at possibly sometime in august uh with no nothing in set in stone yet as to where and when um you know that we've been at alliant energy center for many years um That would be our our hope and we are working with them to see what type of availability that they have. But we also understand too that in the next few days they will probably be announced as another facility uh, that will be used for potential overflow or what may need to happen if if something comes up with the COVID-19 in the Madison area. So that's where we're set right now. the state officer team has been putting a lot of thought and a lot of effort into trying to come up with what we want to look at for, for that online version. Um, And, you know, we're, we're looking to see if, if there will be an opportunity uh, late summer to do anything uh, to honor some award winners possibly, or or some type of a a modified convention.
0: And again, that's Jeff Hicken, department of public instruction. Remember, and uh, Scott, I know you've been to many of these FFA conventions as well, state conventions, and this is obviously uncharted territory. But some of the sectional, wor- some of the sectional contests, speaking contests, weren't even done. So it's not like we've got the sectional winners. We don't know who all those folks are yet. So really, have to get together to come up with some kind of, uh, you know, alternative plan. But right now, everything and everybody is in limbo because of this virus. How much of it uh, can we get by by the end of the summer? I don't know, but uh, I know like yeah. uh, like me, you remember going to Green Lake and then going downtown Madison before they get out to the Lion Energy Center. This is unbelievable, isn't it? It really is. It's, uh,
6: it's hard to grasp, hard to wrap your brain around, but it really it's happening. Is. It really is.
0: Well, it's quarter after five. What else is going on in agriculture?
6: More coalitions are forming around the state to try and make sure our farm commodities are getting to people who need the food and to help farmers survive the current pricing crisis. This week, Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin, the Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection, and the Hunger Task Force got together to do just that. Local donations have meant the Hunger Task Force has committed $1 million to the newly created Wisconsin Dairy Recovery Program. That fund will pay state dairy farmers to ship milk to Kemp's Fluid Milk Bottling Plant in Cedarburg. That milk will then be given to local food banks and food pantries throughout the state. All the money donated will be used to buy, process, and redistribute milk and other dairy products to the needy in the state. And despite uh, the the supply management system in Canada, there is some milk dumping occurring there some provincial marketing boards are starting to tell farmers to dump their milk on farms because of backups in the food service industry but it's not happening in the manitoba area where farmers work with a group called winnipeg harvest early every year the dairy industry in manitoba donates more than 3,000 liters of milk to be given away through local food banks this year they're looking to increase those donations by 60,000 liters, that relationship has been going on for 25 years
0: and we hope to catch up with somebody in canada to uh, explain how that works in manitoba but uh, even with supply management this has thrown everything so far off whack that even the supply management program needs some adjusting so we'll have yep. uh, challenges going forward all right sir take more revolution coffee a break and we'll talk to you here in a little while he will talk again. All, right. all right there's again scott social distancing himself this morning but uh, joining us to help us with the chores this morning and once again we've got 21 degrees looking for a high with 42 sunshine that's the best news in the forecast that it's going to be sunny now more sun than anything else for the next few days maybe a little flurry here and there until this blows its way completely out of here but 42 today, 47 tomorrow, 59 on Saturday, 53 on Sunday. Monday, 57, and Tuesday should get into the low 60s around our area. And uh, that's a good thing. All right, we're going to talk about the packing industry our pam yonke had a chance to talk to kurt larson kurt of course is the the head man president ceo of equity cooperative livestock and uh, he's originally from over here in the baldwin area but now he's uh, operating down there in the baraboo area and pam had a chance to talk to him about these uh, futures markets and what's going on as far as sale uh, not sale barns but uh, as far as packing plants and uh, those sorts of things so we're going to catch up with kurt That's coming up here on Wax, as we're about 18 and a half minutes now after 5 o'clock. The coronavirus is making life difficult for all of us, including grocery stores. Grocers are working
8: as hard as they can to keep stores clean and germ-free, spending whatever it costs to do that. Some people are worried about prices. For some products, prices have gone up because of consumer demand that has caused grocers to have to pay more to their suppliers for groceries. Because of these pressures, you may temporarily see higher prices and limited stock on certain products. But grocers are still doing everything they can to keep prices as low as possible for you. In fact, the government has strict laws in place prohibiting price gouging, and your grocer supports and complies with that law. Your grocer is committed to keeping shelves stocked with nutritious and affordable foods. Stay home, practice social distancing, take care of your family. We'll get through this together.
4: Sponsored by the Wisconsin Grocers Association Education Foundation.
8: When you're in for improving your energy
9: efficiency, Wisconsin is in for growing your farm's energy savings.
10: Focus on energy partners with Wisconsin Utilities to offer farmers the tools to grow their farm's energy efficiency and cash incentives to make it happen.
11: Get started today. Call
9: 888 888- Six two three two one four six, or visit com slash agribusiness to learn more.
10: That's focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness. Focus on energy, helping farmers grow since 2001. When it comes
12: to parenting, there are no perfect answers, but that's okay. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more info about adoption, visit adoptuskids.org. Keeping
3: it rural. Wax 104.5
0: and the Midwest Farm Report. Packing plants, be it uh, beef, pork, poultry, in about 16 to 18 states, have had to shut down for some time because of the COVID virus for the employees coming down with it or just to clean the plants. But what's the situation here in the upper Midwest? Bob Bosal here at the northern end of the world's longest barn. And, of course, uh, Pam sale barns are telling folks maybe keep your cattle at home until we get a better handle on this thing or these plants get open again, but it's a tough situation. We emphasize dairy in Wisconsin and rightly so, but I'll tell you, the livestock industry also going through some pains right now.
8: Absolutely. Bob Fabulous, Farm Bay, Pam Yankee at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. And This is kind of a a developing story, a continuous story, unfortunately, that we've got to bring for all of our livestock producers. Uh, It has been kind of a Uh, trickle down, so to speak. One plant uh, finds a COVID-positive employee, starts idling back, and pretty soon another and another. And most recently, we've learned that there was a COVID-positive employee at the JBS Packerland plant located in Green Bay. Now, uh, we talk about livestock. Remember, those dairy cattle are exiting farms and have to be processed somewhere. Most of them end up in that Green Bay market. Kurt Larson, the president and CEO of the Equity Livestock Sales Association can tell you all about it. This is a moving target, trying to figure out what plants are going to operate at what capacity and uh, taking how many animals. I got a chance to visit with Curt and asked him to just give us an update on what we know to date as far as uh, the JBS situation in Green Bay and livestock movement around the upper Midwest.
13: Uh, so thanks, Pam. The, the things we know right at the moment... Um, You know, unfortunately, here in Wisconsin, we have a couple of uh, of pretty significant plants uh, located in the Green Bay area. Um, To to our knowledge right now, they're both running. Um, They haven't incurred any shutdown like we've seen in in other parts of the state or other parts of the country. Um, You know, we do have some smaller regional plants also that are continuing to run. Um, I think everybody's probably off from their peak capacity a little bit, Uh, you know, just with uh, not only employee issues, but inventory issues and stuff as well. Um, everybody's kind of trying to find their way through this uh, uh, new new world we find ourselves in at the moment. But um, for right now, we're we're continuing to run. I, it would appear to us that uh, that our plants in Green Bay are probably helping um, some of their sister plants in other part of the country. Um, our volumes have been down a little bit, but I know they're they're running pretty hard yet. So that would indicate to us they're probably bringing some cattle in from from outside of the Wisconsin area to to keep those plants full and keep things moving
8: so no covid issues in the green bay markets
13: oh there were some rumors yesterday but we've not been able to get anything confirmed yet um they did uh, both packers are represented at all of our markets in bacelli yesterday so um to, you know to our knowledge uh, as of this morning we're we're not aware of any issues going on up there yet
8: okay now that's one more positive update. Uh, There are other areas in the countryside, Kurt, and despite the fact that people may say, well, wow, that's a long ways away from Wisconsin, those closings can have an impact on our Wisconsin opportunities, too.
13: They certainly do. Um, You know, we've seen that a couple weeks ago. uh, Pennsylvania, JVS had a slaughter facility out there uh, that's been shut down, um we were we were under the understanding they were gonna open it back up this week and and I found out early this morning that in fact it's gonna be closed again this week. Um and that's where we suspect some of these cows coming into Green Bay are, are probably coming from out east a little bit. They're pretty limited in their capacity out there um at the moment so uh, we believe there's probably some stuff coming back this way, which is great. We, we're we glad that the packers are able to to shuffle cattle like that because if it was the other way around and our plants were down, we definitely want to be able to get some cattle out that direction as well. So we're happy to see that, that the the big uh, packers are able to move some livestock around and, and still get uh, get some of that stuff from different areas processed when, when they're having issues at facilities in those areas.
8: Now, we also are aware that JBS in Greeley, Colorado shut her down. What cattle would be going to that facility, Kurt? And do any of them come back this way?
13: So typically, uh, the facility in Greeley. Um, typically, what they handle through there is going to be your uh, your beef-fed uh, cattle, and typically that's not something that's going to be handled at the Green Bay facility. But that will impact, you know, some of the facilities through Nebraska, Oklahoma, Kansas. Um, so we may get a little more push. Um, this direction instead of the draw from our cattle heading to to those states um we they may take some of that stuff farther west and, and pull it back into those areas so um you know we'll probably we'll probably feel it that, uh, again that's the the beef uh fed cattle side not not necessarily our our dairy fed cattle or our our dairy cows but um you know that's the that's the thing that's hard in this whole thing as they start talking about these big plants and how many um how many head they process of a day and some of that stuff, but it, you got to understand what those plants do and, and what the impact is going to be. You're, you're spot on with with the topic, and uh, you know I think it's it's good to have that discussion and it's good for producers to understand that. You know, if you're a dairy guy, that may not have a whole lot of impact on you because a lot of those plants are a little specialized in what they handle. So if you're looking to get cold dairy cows in, you're not going to really compete with those beef steers because it, those are done at different facilities.
8: And then another one closer to us uh in Illinois the Tyson plant what's the status on that one
13: Um we're uh we're still trying to get some clarification um they had announced a closure over the weekend to do some cleaning in there um early indications were it was going to be closed uh, I think they called it a uh, um a union holiday on Monday and then they were going to be closed uh, today for additional cleaning and testing um but there were some strange things we seen yesterday with uh, cattle being um, diverted uh, to other areas of the country, uh, which didn't make a whole lot of sense that they were going to be opening back up later in the week, so uh, we wouldn't be entirely surprised to see that that facility may stay closed the rest of the week, but again, that's another facility that handles a lot of those uh, those uh, beef-fed cattle, um, so the so role of our markets uh, do feed directly into that plant, so we're, we're watching that one pretty closely. Um, as well, so we did know last week that they would be out of the market on Monday already, so we, we kind of planned according for that. But yeah.
8: painful all the way around. You know, and I gotta ask you, Kurt, because I'm uh, coming up against it on social media a lot and on our website MidwestFarmReport.com. Do, uh, do you believe, knowing the people you know in the industry and having conversations with them, is there an ulterior motive to closing these plants? There's that conspiracy theory that's always rippling out there that uh, the processors are doing this so that they can basically steal cattle from the farmer and, uh, you know, that that kind of conversation is always swirling around out there. To the best of your knowledge and having the conversations on a daily basis that you do, do you sense any of that?
13: I do not. I, I find it hard to believe. I mean, these guys are going through, the guys we work with are going through a lot of effort just as we are. You know, we're in contact late into the evening early in the morning you know throughout the weekend they've been pretty open with us as to what's going on at their different plants and you know i don't see it being a a packer initiative to try to do this Um, i know they're dealing with a lot of different things from you know trying to revise their packaging to get away from the bulk uh, food service packaging to try to get to more case-ready retail packaging Um, you know they're dealing with uh, inventories just because you can slaughter x number of animals doesn't mean you can get rid of all that product and a lot of people think well just make hamburger well there's a lot of those cuts you talk about those middle meats the ribeyes the tenderloins the sirloin that's a huge food service um, type inventory not necessarily as much on the retail side and it's certainly not something you want to see uh ground up for your your ground beef either there's uh too much value in some of that just to Mm -hmm. start grinding it and again it's hard to have a consistent product when you're when you're mixing different cuts like that so um, I just, you know, I, they got a lot of different things going on that, that people just don't see, and I just don't see where they really benefit from trying to do this. Again, the, the more cattle they can move through a facility, the more opportunity they have at it. So um, to try to intentionally slow things down with the number of cattle that are out there and some of the demand, I just don't don't see where it makes sense.
0: And again, that's Kurt Larson, who is president and CEO. A lot of head-scratching going on in the industry. And Agriculture Secretary Sonny Purdue. Made a special statement yesterday as people, you know, you get a lot of blogs and a lot of these folks that are saying things that they don't know. There is plenty of food in this country. There is no need to hoard. Some folks are saying, oh, we're going to be short of this or short of that. No, there's plenty of food in the country. And uh, we're not, we got the, the milk situation solved. So now the stores, you can buy as much milk as you want. You don't have to hoard. There are, you know, soup. I've seen the soup aisles with a little soup. uh, You know, the aisles aren't completely full, and people are stocking up, and there's nothing wrong with stocking up. But hoarding is a little bit different, so don't get too excited. There's plenty of food in the country. Markets next. We're going to find out what's going on at Premier with Rocky.
6: Unlock the potential of your outdoor world at your locally-owned Cub Cadet dealer. Countryside Cooperative with innovative zero-turn mowers, lawn tractors, utility vehicles, and professional products. Every Cub Cadet machine is engineered with you in mind. Stop by our open house on April 17th and 18th starting at 9 a.m. And test drive the 2020 UTVs, XT Enduro Series lawn tractors, and the Ultima zero-turn mowers that deliver the next level in comfort. Countryside Cooperative, located at 514 East Main Street in Turan. Your locally-owned Cub Cadet dealer.
3: Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
0: And let's get to the markets over at Premier Livestock. Rocky Olson joins us. Good on, Rocky. Hey, good morning, Bob. All set for some sunshine the next few days? You know,
12: it's going to be great. Oh, that's going to be great. Yeah. I think yesterday morning we never talk, usually talk about temperature. I had two degrees
0: yesterday morning. Oh, boy. Well, that's why we didn't talk about it.
12: I know. 13. 13 now. I'm just looking at the bright side and figured that killed a whole ton of germs right now.
0: I hope so. I hope it killed all of them. That's for sure. Well, how'd the sale go yesterday?
12: Uh, uh, thank you, Bob. Uh, hello, everyone. This is how yesterday's auction shaped up uh, at Premier Livestock. Uh, did have our dairy cattle auction sold. a Really nice run with 225-headed dairy cattle. Once again... Uh, we're a little surprised, guys. We had a very strong auction yesterday. Uh, the, we had excellent cattle, though. Uh, we are going to say that the lower quality cattle are trending uh, lower, but uh, like I said, excellent sale yesterday. The top end supreme fresh cows bring 1600 to 2100. We saw lots of cows in that 16 to 1900 dollars kind of money. Like I said, topping at 21. Many good cows, 1150 to 1575. Uh, we had a showcase of fancy spring and heifers, uh, most of them being AI bred, AI sire guys. If you got that information, the extra details, that extra sire information, that's really bringing a premium. Uh, top end spring and heifers bringing twelve hundred. To sixteen seventy five we had one full load from one dairy average fourteen seventy five uh, lesser quality cows and spring and heifers a thousand and down. Uh, don't forget this Friday we're having our special monthly dairy heifer auction. We're expecting two hundred and fifty to three hundred head. Uh, we'll sell them all the way from baby calves right up to spring and heifers. We've got 80 heifers coming off one dairy. Uh, they're going to be over 28,000-pound herd. They're going to be 400 to 800 pounds, all-sire ID'd, all-net-merits, complete vaccination program, uh, plus lots of other groups of pre-consigned heifers. That's all listed on our website. Uh, we'll give you a quick market recap for this week here Premier uh... on the fed cattle high-choice and prime holstein steers selling on a light test mostly seventy-five to seventy eight fifty select low choice sixty five to seventy four choice beef steers and heifers once again very light test selling from eighty to eighty five uh... the market cows a little bit of positivity there uh, if you guys got some cows to sell, I would not be sitting on these cows right now. If you got cows to move, go ahead and get them shipped. This does not look like a quick turnaround right here. Uh, High yielding cows uh, yesterday brought 48 to 58.50. Uh, most of the cows are trading 38 to 47. Market bulls mostly 65 to 80, low yielding 64 and down. Newborn Holstein bull calves mostly 40 to 110 per head. Your beef calves, mostly 125 to 225. Holstein heifer calves, 10 to 50. Uh, next week, do want to mention we do have a special feeder cattle and bred stock cow auction. Call in those consignments, very important, so we know what's coming into the sale. Uh, we're going to have 350 to 450 head. Like I said, all these sales uh, being broadcast online on Cattle USA on these special sales. It's very important that the buyers know what they can get put together for cattle. So help us in that. That'll help you in the long run as well. Questions? Call us at Premier 715-229-2500. Check our website, premierlivestockandauctions.com, and And do want to mention, uh, we are having our machinery auction on May 1st. Like I said, if there's ever any uncertainty right now, I think we all know what's going on there. We're planning on having it live and online. If we cannot have it live, it'll be strictly online. Be proactive. Uh, come look at take a look at the equipment, inspect it. Uh, we'll be broadcast on equipmentfacts dot com, and you do need to get registered to bid. It'd be a good idea to get that done ahead of time. So, that's the way it's shaped up, Bob.
0: Sounds good, Rocky. Enjoy the sunshine. Have a great day. We'll Bye. do it. That's Rocky over at Premier Livestock. Let's find out about sunshine. Kelly is over at Skywarn thirteen, and now we're through the worst. Uh, we're through the worst, Kelly, for a while, huh?
4: Yeah, well, I guess it looks like it's still kind of a slow climb. You know, yesterday we didn't get about freezing, so. Well, that's what I say. The worst is behind us, hopefully. Oh, I know, but it's still cold. <laughs> yeah, I guess the worst is behind. And It, it could be worse, I guess. We're not talking about any more snow coming our way. Storm track's going to stay down to our south In fact, that'll be hitting parts of uh, northern Missouri and southern Iowa getting some snow. So this time of April to see snow that far south is very unusual. But we'll remain quiet uh, for the next uh, several days. We'll see that slow warm-up as the winds switch around the south. And by the weekend, we're really going to appreciate the weather on Saturday with temperatures getting close to 60. But mostly sunny skies today, warming up to uh, 42, so a little bit warmer than yesterday. Partly cloudy skies tonight, down to 23. Mostly sunny tomorrow, slow climb up to a 47. Saturday looks real nice. That'll be the nicest day of the week in 59. There will be a cold front that drops us down to a 53, but we'll see mostly sunny skies on Sunday. Right now in Eau Claire, we have fair skies, 20 degrees. I'm Sky Warren, 13 meteorologist Kelly Slifka. Ah, Sounds good. You get the bike back out now. Oh, yeah, I've got the bike. Um, I'm still in my fat tire. I've had my road bike as well. But with the snow on the ground, I've, I had to break out the fat bike there. For uh, how many months. bikes have you got? Ah, jeez. Well, I've got about four. Do you really? Well, some are junkers, but I still use them once in a while. (laughs) Well,
0: not a bad idea. I even got my old bike out uh, last week when it was so nice and put air in the tires.
4: Oh, man. Nothing. I don't know. There's something about riding a bike. It's just the ultimate freedom.
0: You really get to see the neighborhood and everything else. That's right. Better than taking a ride in the car. Hey,
4: have a good one, Kelly.
0: You too. Kelly Sliffko with SkyWarn 13 with our weather. We're getting some local news markets.
5: That's coming up next, right here on Wax, as we have our weather brought to you by Compere Financial. Compere Financial has always been there for our clients and communities in any situation. And our support continues today as our clients work relentlessly to feed, clothe, and fuel the world. Compere is proud to continue our strong commitment to our clients, the rural communities where they live, and to agriculture. Whether it's providing financial services to our local farmers or responding to the funding needs of our community partners, we're here to help meet the financial needs of rural America. And our experienced financial team is just a phone call or email away, ready to guide you every step of the way. To learn more about our offerings, like long term fixed rates that can help mitigate risk and improve cash flow, give us a call at 844 426 6733 or visit Compere.com today, and we'll navigate through this together. Compeer Financial ACA is an equal credit opportunity lender and provider. Loan subject to approval guidelines. Not all borrowers will qualify. Restrictions may apply. This is not a commitment to lend or extend credit. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life.
0: Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And we're about 20 minutes, uh, 22 minutes actually, before 6 o'clock. 20 degrees out there. Get some of our local news here, Scott. what's going on? There are some
6: places in Wisconsin where the number of coronavirus cases is growing. Those are the places where most people live. The latest coronavirus count from the state's <laughs> Department of Health Services yesterday said there were three thousand seven hundred twenty one cases and one hundred eighty two deaths. Milwaukee, Madison, and Green Bay continue to lead the state in coronavirus cases. You won't hear the tornado sirens in three area counties during today's statewide tornado drill. Emergency managers in Eau Claire, Chippewa, and Dunn counties say they won't sound their alarms so as to not confuse anyone about the coronavirus outbreak. Some western Wisconsin counties will sound their alarms. The statewide tornado drill is usually the start of the spring severe weather season. UW-Eau Claire students might be learning from home next fall professors this week started preparing to teach their fall semester classes online the school's mary hoffman said uw eau claire has always had some online classes but because of the outbreak and the university is moving more classes online and people in eau claire won't be able to visit their uh, parents or grandparents at the nursing home windows city county health manager lise yesterday banned window visits during the coronavirus outbreak. Gizi also warned against the reopening of the state too quickly. She said the coronavirus is not in check and people can still get sick. The governor's office earlier this week said it's okay to have nursing home window visits. Yesterday was the first time in a week that Eau Claire County confirmed a new coronavirus case. And Sacred Heart Hospital is offering employees furloughs during the coronavirus outbreak. Managers yesterday said they're asking employees in Eau Claire if anyone would volunteer to go home until at least August. Sacred Heart officials said despite the coronavirus outbreak, the hospital has been seeing less business. Sacred Heart executives yesterday said they're taking a 30% pay cut to help during the outbreak. And, uh, Bob, that uh, thing about the uh, nursing home windows has been interesting along with the drive up church services i know there's a lot of confusion out there in the state and for for the record the governor's office the governor's office said those things are okay but apparently uh local authorities can step up and do what they need to do locally or care to do locally to Uh, tighten the things a little bit. So that's going on
0: out there. Yeah, obviously. You know, that reminds me, this is nothing new. I remember when I was seven years old, which is about 65 years ago. A long time ago, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I had rheumatic fever, and I was in a place in Madison called the Kitty Camp. And I was there as a full-time, you know, because I had heart problems at that time. And I remember I had a room on the end, and my mother... Could come in and visit me only on the weekend or twice a week. I think we're like Tuesday and Sunday. And I'm seven yep. years old. And my yep. brothers and sisters wanted to come and see me, and I wanted to see them. And they could only look in the window, they wouldn't let them in because you know wow. they didn't want me to get yeah. a cold or something from them Great. so they could do this window visiting at these homes is nothing new for me because I went through it many many years ago so uh, it I understand yeah. what they're talking about so it's uh, it's a real thing and it's a, it's probably you know it's not the virus but you are going to give them something else that would weaken their system right. so I can understand right. what they're doing All right, big yeah, boy you know, how about we get to the markets
6: we can but one more point on that I'm sure everybody out there is wondering whether you took charge of Kitty Camp and became the mayor of Kitty Camp.
0: But in the (laughs) meantime, I went back back there last summer. I hadn't been back there in all these years, and it's still there. It used to be way out all by itself on the west side of Madison. Now it's in a neighborhood, and I mean, I used to look out the Big Bay windows and see across the fields and everything. Now it's uh, right in the middle of town, so it's still there, but it's different. Now it's a daycare. All right, where are we going?
6: Yep. Let's go to Barron to hear the latest from Casey from the equity Barron Barn.
11: Just a reminder, we'll be having a sheep and goat sale Saturday, April eighteenth at ten AM. For today's sale, cull Cows, we topped out at fifty-three fifty, with the top twenty percent selling from forty-seven to fifty-two fifty. Sixty percent sold from thirty-nine to forty-six, and the bottom twenty percent was selling from thirty-eight fifty and down. Quality Holstein bull calves were selling from 32.50 to 90. We topped out at 107.50. Quality Holstein heifer calves were selling from 55 and down. Enlightened and poor quality calves were selling from 30 and down. If you have any questions about today's sale, please contact Al at 608-477-5825. Thank you and have a good day.
5: If you are involved in youth or high school sports, you need to know about
12: Positive Coaching Alliance. PCA is a national nonprofit organization developing better athletes and better people through youth and high school sports. For more information, visit
5: positivecoach.org.
3: The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
0: And more markets from the equity barns down to Sparta we go. Here's Rod Knudsen. The slaughter call mark today selling on a higher tone with 20% of the cows at
9: 56 to 64.5. 60% of the cows at 48 to 56. And 20% of the cows at 48 in town. Slaughterable market steady with the high yielding commercial bulls at 65 to 76. With your canner, lightweight utility. That's 65 and down. Fed cattle market, uh, steady. Uh, For anybody looking for any market on the beef, steers, and heifers, please call for a quote. Your choice overnight Holstein steers, 72 to 77, we topped at 80. Choice Holstein, 60 to 72, with your standard select steers and heifers at 60 and down. Replacement camp market steady with the top Holstein bull calves at 50 to dollar a pound. Your heifer calves at 10 to 30, and the good beef up calves at $1.20 to $1.60 a pound. And then just a reminder that on this next Thursday, April 16th, will be our next dairy feeder cattle sale. Uh, dairy cattle at 12 o'clock followed at 1230 with the feeder cattle. And this has been Rod Knutson at the Equity Livestock Market at Sparta. Have a good day.
0: Thanks, Rod. You have a good day, too. Let's go now to the Equity Stratford barn. And Jerry Fitzgerald is with us. Good morning, Jerry. Well, Bob, and a very
14: good morning to you. And, uh, well, I was listening uh, before to our CEO and talking about the situation with the meat. And uh certainly is a, a situation we have to work through. But uh, as a footnote to that, uh Certainly, we did see a little bit of improvement in the cow market yesterday and Tuesday compared to earlier in the week. And I think uh, definitely the reason for that is, uh, uh, especially the plants in Green Bay, like he mentioned, most of their volume is processing, mm-hmm. you know, house for hamburger. And the folks are, a lot of folks not being, not uh, working, uh, you know, the cheaper cuts of meat, hamburger, et cetera, is mainly what they're buying. Yeah, so they're probably,
0: yeah and as long as we can keep those plants open, we're in good shape. So how good was the market yesterday? Tell us what happened.
14: I'll do that, Bob. Thank you, and a very good morning to everyone. A summary from yesterday, Wednesday, here at Equity Stratford. Like I mentioned, car market a little bit stronger yesterday. These higher-yielding, flesh year cows on yesterday's sale were selling from 48 to 55. Uh, most of the cows uh, yesterday, average cows, are selling from 35 to 47. Thin cows, light carcass cows, those are 35 and below. Fed cattle, of course, on a very light test. Uh, Again, uh, it's going to be a while, I think, before this fed cattle thing improves uh, until we get the, uh, uh, you know, so there's better demand for the higher cuts of meat. But the uh, charge grading Holstein steers are mostly from 67 to 74. Underfinished cattle, select grading cattle, uh, th- those are $60 and down. On the bull trade this week, your better quality bulls are mostly from 60 to 72. Did top yesterday at 81 very fancy high-yielding bulls, and lighter-weight bulls are 16 and below. Calf market a little bit weaker yesterday on the bull calves as compared to earlier in the week. Most of the bull calves on yesterday's auction were selling from 40 to 85, and weekly top so far on the bull calves has been 120, and that was on Monday's auction. Heifer calves, $40 and below. Beef calves are in good demand, and they're selling from 100 to 230. Now, today, Thursday already here, uh, we get started this morning at 11 o'clock. Of course, the market sale does start at 11. And uh, baby calves today will be around noon. And uh, just keep in mind, our next hay auction will be next Tuesday, April the 21st. Again, folks, uh, markets do change daily, as we see. So, uh, again, if you've got some questions, uh, give us a call, 715-687. We'll try to answer all your questions on uh, what's transpiring. And, again, um, Well, we're all hoping the sooner the better that we can get this thing opened up, Bob, and we'll get back on the right track. But who knows? We'll just have to play it day by day.
0: That's all we can do, and hopefully it'll get better day by day. Enjoy it, Jerry. We'll talk to you in the morning.
14: Sounds good, Bob. Thank you.
0: There he goes, Jerry Fitzgerald at the Equity Stratford sale barn. 13 minutes before 6, 20 degrees out there, but sunshine by Tuesday. It'll be in the 60s.
5: Economy, furniture, and Chippewa Falls is something that... brand names and we finance it interest-free furnishing the
3: chippewa valley since 1950 economy furniture's for me wax 104.5 and the midwest farm report
0: and let's get more markets go to tree livestock in Fort michelle is with us good morning michelle Hey, good morning, Bob. I got to ask you, what are you doing now? My hair—obviously, I haven't had a haircut—but my gray roots are starting to show. What? Uh, are they? Yeah. What? Uh, what are women doing now? I guess women—you know—that uh, let's face it—I've got sisters that have got red hair, and they're only a couple of years younger than me. <laughs> they don't have red hair. Without the paint, they don't. No, heavens no. Right, so what? Uh, oh. What are women? What are women doing right now? Being the fact that uh, obviously you're always finely quaffed. Well, I'm just saying, you
11: know, now the
0: true colors come out, right? <laughs> are you? Uh, are you having that problem too? No, it's called, you know, youth. <laughs> <laughs> it's also called uh, Clairol in a bottle. I bet, the, you know, <laughs> everybody talks about uh, going to the grocery stores and toilet paper is gone and soup and then there was run-on milk, just so to speak, as they thought there was. I haven't looked in the uh, those aisles where they sell hair dye and all that stuff. I wonder, <laughs> I wonder if those aisles I'm, are empty I'm, since the beauty parlors are shut down. I'm sure they're probably
11: scarce. <laughs> <Don't talk about laughs>
0: have, that. You, have you been <laughs> in those aisles? I have not been in those aisles. i not <laughs> Well,
11: Pinocchio, don't you know, remember. Maybe a, maybe a small smidgen of a quick step through there, but that's
0: it. Oh, well. You do what you've got to do.
11: Hey, right. Yeah. Manhood
0: is a wonderful thing sometimes, right? <laughs> it certainly. Is. Okay. Anyway, hey, all right. But well, you always look good. You always look good. Oh, geez. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, you know what? When you have your man bun and I have my crew cut, because that's
11: all I can handle. Well, it'll I'm, be not okay. from, I'm not far. I'm not far
0: from a man bun. Believe me, and a mullet and everything else. What happened last night?
11: Oh. All right, thank you, Bob. Summing up the sale from Wednesday, April 15th at Shrine Livestock Market. In the Slavica market, we topped at 55, with a consignment by Mark Kyes of Cadot. 80% of the cows sold from 40 and up. Market cows were 44 to 54, low-yielding cows 35 to 43, thin and weak cows 34 and down. In the Holstein Steer Market Choice and Prime, 65 to 76 Selects were 62 and down. In the bull market, high-yielding beef types came in at 62 to 76, with the utilities at 58 and down. In the replacement calf market, good quality hosting bull calves, so from 40 to a top of $80 per head, consigned by Elam Shirk of Thorpe. Lighter and lower quality calves, $25 per head and down. Holstein hybrid calves were 10 to $45 per head. Beef calves, $100 to $175 per head. In the hog market, butcher hogs were 29 to 38, sows 27 to 30, boars were 10 and down. Our next sale will be Monday, April 20th. We'll start with calves at 5 p.m. If you have a question, or you have, or you'd like trucking, give us a call at the market at 715-669-7127. And check us out on the web at tlmstark.com. For all of us at TrueLive your family owned an operating market. Make it a great day.
0: You make it a great day, too. Enjoy the weekend. We're going to have sunshine. and Boy, by Tuesday morning, Tuesday we should be back in the 60s. Won't that be nice? No, wouldn't it be nice? Get the grill out, right? Yeah, exactly. Enjoy it. We'll talk to you next week. Sounds good. You too. Take care. There she goes. That's Michelle over there at the Terrain Livestock in Thorpe. I don't know if she'll call them anymore on now.
9: When you're in for improving your energy efficiency, Wisconsin is in for growing your farm's energy savings.
10: Focus on energy partners with Wisconsin Utilities to offer farmers the tools to grow their farm's energy efficiency and cash incentives to make it
11: happen. Get
9: started today. Call 888 888- Six two three two one four six or visit focus on dot com slash agribusiness to learn more.
10: That's focus on dot com slash agribusiness. Focus on energy helping farmers grow since two thousand
6: one.
12: at Central Livestock.
3: For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest
0: Farm Report. And one more sale barn report to get to. That, of course, is over at Zombrota Central Livestock. Here's Pat Mickla.
15: We had some Holsteins bringing heifers in. And they were bringing up to $675 per head. Holstein milk cows were bringing up to eleven hundred seventy-five. Then we had some open heifers in under six hundred pounds, up to sixty-five. With the open heifers weighing over six hundred pounds, up to sixty-six. We had a herd dispersal of forty-four head in. We had top quality cows, thirteen head that brought from a thousand fifty to eleven hundred seventy-five dollars. Choice quality dairy cows, there were sixteen head. Ranging eight hundred to nine hundred and eighty-five, and the lower quality dairy cows brought seven hundred and eighty-five and down. Next dairy cattle sale will be on Tuesday, May twelfth. And in the sheep and lamb division, market lambs, the shorn and the unshorn, were at ninety to a dollar sixteen. We had fifty to ninety pound feeder lambs ranging a dollar to a dollar sixty-five. Slaughter use, utility and goods from fifty to seventy, with the thin and cull use from ten to thirty. And in the goat division, we had some nanny goats in, and they were ranging from 90 to $210 per head. Synergy
0: Cooperative encourages all of Northwest Wisconsin to do their part during this unprecedented time, keeping safe and also supporting our local businesses. And should you need anything at this time, Synergy Co op has all their businesses open with extra safety measures in place. That includes the feed stores, agronomy offices, hardware stores, auto repair shops, propane service, gas stations, and convenience stores, and even their drive through restaurants like AW.
2: Customer-
3: The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax one oh four point five, and the Midwest Farm Report
0: and Synergy Corp bringing us the rest of the markets board of trade this morning. May corn is at three nineteen. The oats down a penny at two eighty four. Wheat up two at five forty two. Beans down a fraction eight forty one. Meal up ninety cents a ton at two ninety three ten. Country elevator prices as we look at Doomer's Grain Service in Holman, Buck Country Grain and Arcadia. Corn at those elevators, 296 today, the soybeans at 822. And at the elevators at Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood Fall, Creek, and Osseo, 274, and the corn, 786, and the beans, Elkbound, 276 and 791. Sparta's corn is 277, the beans, 786. Corn at Ellsworth, 266, beans, 786. And at the ethanol plants, Boysville, 284, Stanley, 271, New Richmond Grain Facility 269. Barrel cheese down to or excuse me up two and a quarter, one hundred three and a quarter, blocks down a penny to a dollar a pound, butter down a penny to one hundred fourteen. April class three up a nickel thirteen sixty-nine. May at eleven eighteen. June twelve thirty-three. July thirteen eighty-eight. August fourteen ninety-five. All those prices were higher. And before we leave you, you know everybody's talking about milk dumping, but not everybody. Burnett Dairy Cooperative here in northern Northwest Wisconsin taking a different approach. Dan Dowling is the CEO of the co-op, and he said they're not dumping milk at Burnett Co-op.
7: It's important to know that our cooperative has a comprehensive plan that enables us to maintain our operations and continue to serve our members, customers, and other stakeholders uh, who depend on us through these difficult times. Right now, as part of our business continuity planning, we don't anticipate having to dump any milk. So we're very proud of that, and we can continue to make sure that our members have a home for their milk and they can wake up in the morning and not have to worry about where that goes.
0: And again, that's Dan Dowling, the CEO of Burnett Dairy Cooperative. They're taking their excess milk, turning it into cheese, and then donating that cheese to schools and food pantries. So uh, not everybody is talking dumping. 20 degrees, we'll have sun today, but only a high of 42.
2: During these challenging times, Equity Livestock in Stratford wants you to know that we are here for you. To better serve your needs, starting in April, we will be having a weekly hay and straw sale each Tuesday at 10 a.m. At this time, we can only allow those interested in being active buyers to attend with no spectators. All purchases must be paid for before loading. Give us a call today for all of your hay and livestock marketing needs at 715-687-4101.
15: Over 85
11: vehicles priced at 10995 or less at chilsonmotors.com.
7: Four points.